What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sizing Up Season 2. It's your boy, Jack the Speck, and I hope you guys are ready for a whole new season of guests, topics, and all the things in between this lovely fetish that we all enjoy. So um, I thought, what better way to kick off? I wanted to try to get more editors, some more guys on my side who are the tinies in this community. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and let my first guest of the season introduce themselves. Hey, it's your boy, Lil B. What's going on? Good to have you, man. Good to have you, man. Um, <laughs> I know you've been in this community for a bit. I think you were one of the first editors I followed when I started my account a year ago. Um, and just to give the people a kind reminder of what your handle is on Instagram, that will be a little B eight seven zero five on Instagram. And then I believe you have a deviant art account as well. I do. Uh, I believe it's the same um, numbers actually. Nice, nice. And your Twitter is yeah. and your Twitter is also the same, correct? Same handle, yep. Cool, cool, cool. So if anyone didn't catch that, it will be in the um link under the episode. So in case you guys want to find his work and uh contact him for permissions or anything, um yeah, they will be able to find them there. Um so wow. So like it's crazy. So I usually try to ask guests how they get into it. And I think you're only like the third or fourth editor I've had on. And, you know, the content these days has been ever evolving in terms of what people are doing with it. Now we've come a long way from uh, previews on Giantess zone and the oh. amount of content. Yeah. It, it's crazy. <laughs> Um, whenever I like, and it was appreciative because I know you've been in this fetish for a while. So like, how do you feel about the evolution, about the evolution in general? Cause now you're seeing a whole bunch of creators and coming in and just making their own stuff. And it's crazy. Like, what's your feelings on that? Jeez. Like anything, like as far as like technology goes and as like that stuff starts getting better, this something like this couldn't only end up going like the same route of only getting better you know because i remember from oh man when i first saw uh giantess zone um that thing was like first like there was the web page then it had like the banner up top and then you scroll down Mm -hmm. a little bit and every single like i guess store or whatever that they had was like just like just a clickable link and it would go in there and it was just oh man you're talking nowadays like there was stuff that like Gary Pranzo was making from man. That was what I think his first video he ever made was late nineties or something like that. Late nineties. I want to say like late, early two thousands, early, Definitely. early two thousands, man. I, <laughs> I discovered that when I was um, like, well, I don't want to say, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but I just, you know, Surfing the internet and blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, I it, it could really only get better. Like the stuff that they got now, even man, as far as like just Photoshop stuff, that's ten times worse. Because I or not worse. Wow, hello. Um, 
<laughs> I remember when I, I first started out um, taking a class like way back sophomore year of high school. So this was like 2002. Mm-hmm. And Photoshop was in its infancy. And the stuff that you could do then, I mean, it's it, it follows the same format now. But nowadays, it's it's unbelievable what you could do technology-wise with the, with the programs you can use and just make everything seem for a, a kink or a fetish that is outside of the, I guess, the, the norms that you can categorize everything else as far as fetishes go. This is something that um, it's, it's not grounded in reality. You know, it's not something that will ever freaking happen. And your imagination and the help that you can take with um, the way computer programs, be it editing or photo software, it's it's phenomenal that we could do now. And it's like, you know, what what's the next step? And that's just like an open-ended question because, you know, shoot, man, five years from now, it'll be like 10 times different than what I'm saying right now. Yeah, and... For one, that's the craziest uh, thing, I, I suppose. Like that, like I, I'm trying to like. How do you put this in context? Because when you like, I feel like I've been around this whole entire like fetish for the past ten years, um, and. I feel like you can shave some more years off that, but we're going to say 10 years before, uh, you know, just the, <laughs> we're just, like I said, I'm on the same boat as you don't want to reveal how long I've been, <laughs> how old I am. But, uh, but yeah, dude, it's crazy. And like the evolution of how Photoshop has gone. Cause, um, I do Photoshop. My primary thing is graphic design. So yeah, it was, um, it's crazy to see how like the technology has evolved because like anyone can have access to this now photoshop um illustrator not illustrator you have people using uh after effects for like oh, editing yeah it's wild i i i just uh and it and it's cheaper Yo, yeah, I remember what it was like, man, Photoshop, man, even like when I was starting out, I was like, dude, man, I can't drop a grand right now on something like that, <laughs> yeah. you know? Now it's just like, oh, here's like subscription payments so you can make like monthly and it's just like, oh. <laughs> it, it's a lifesaver, man. Yeah. I, I tell people all the time, like. Plus you get more um, than just like Photoshop itself. Exactly. The creative suite is probably one of the best values a uh, creative could have because you have all these powerful tools at your disposal. And I think that allows you to have opportunity. And I know um, what a lot of people say is they're afraid to just start making content, but that's what you got to do. You just gotta start, you know, messing around and making shit and you never know what comes of it. So, I mean, it's always cool just to see that development. Cause I know back in the day, um, like my, my high school teachers were nice enough to uh, quote unquote loan me to programs and by loan, I mean somehow find a way to take it home on my uh, laptop that I have. I'm pretty sure it was illegal, but I did not complain. Um, <laughs> um, at the advent of torrenting back in good old 2007. But, um, man, so being able to have the technology we have now to make edits and stuff is truly remarkable. 
And I guess that parlays me into asking the next question. How did you get into the um, fetish itself? Like, uh, was there a movie you saw? Was there a TV show, maybe a random ad or something that made you go like, huh, this is a, this is a thing. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, let's see. Like, like back in the, (laughs) back in the day. Um, (laughs) geez, man, there was like, it was mainly, I don't want to say just like one thing. I think it was there. There was like several factors. It's just like, you know, when you, Man, growing up in like early nineties, like I can remember even I don't remember like the name of the episode, but I know there was one episode of like Ninja Turtles where they ended up shrinking and there was like a couple um scenes in there where like April was huge. And it was just like it was little like little nuances like that, man. I remember Oh man, back when AT&T like dial right down the center stuff was an ad and they had like Arsenio Hall sitting on oh, top, man. Uh, sitting on top of this was like 97 I think. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting on top of uh like a little phone booth if people remember what those were. Uh he was on a beach and this girl just stops and he's like, "Oh shoot, I forgot change." And he's just sitting there and it like the interaction wasn't really there, you know, but it was something like that. And then early 2000s roll around, you had like lit miserable with Pam Anderson. Yes. You know, and I was familiar with like both versions of like attack of the 50 foot woman and all that stuff. But it's just, mm-hmm. like, something like this has always kind of been around, but it wasn't until like my teen years where I, I just kind of <laughs> discovered, you know, through the power of the internet, there's other people that have the same thought process. Mm -hmm. And I can't for the life of me, I don't think I'll ever really uh, be able to explain um, like why this is. It just kind of is, you know, I didn't really have like a, I don't know, like a, like a deep rooted philosophical thought of like, Oh, why, you know, why do I find this like attractive or whatever, you know? Um, it's just it, it it was just kind of always there so um and i just kind of like roll with it fair enough fair enough i that that's pretty freaking cool <laughs> um i guess and i get and it's always fascinating to find everyone's path to this uh you know this fetish it, it's crazy truly crazy and like i, I suppose like that's what makes it unique because there is always an origin point for um, people getting into this. So yeah. I feel like it's the coolest thing ever where you're sharing and exchanging stories. And like it, I suppose my, the perspective you have is like you, you see it differently. And when you see it differently from someone else, you can see perspectives on the fetish itself, which can inspire you. And I've been, you know, learning that from my past guests and whatnot. So it's pretty cool to hear your story in that way and fashion. Yeah. So that that's freaking bomb, man. Um, yeah. I can respect that. Um, no, I didn't. And, like, I know I didn't like start like making collages right when I found like uh, Giant Disown and right that stuff. I was like a lurker for like the longest time. For like, sure. For sure. Um. So I guess yeah, that's a good, I guess that's another good um, starting point in just 
another question I do have. Like, so when did you start doing collages of your own? Then, um, I mean, working, I, I totally feel it on the working part because I worked for about, let's say, let's just say too long. And then I finally said, all right, let me do something. <laughs> yeah. When, when did you uh, get into uh, making collages and whatnot? It was uh, October, 2013 when I actually first started. And uh, mm. like I said, I was like a lurker for like the longest time. Um, right. So like I was a member of um, Giantess City, which is a forum that's still around, but I just kind of, I pop in every now and then, but I don't really like, you know, it's, it, it's kind of, I mean, no offense, but it's just kind of dead on air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, oh man, I mean, there's, there, there's people that's still there and, you know, God love them, but. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but I lurked there for like the longest time and to like every, every collage that I would see coming out of, out of that like forum and from people, you know, um, like for starters, I'm not one to like criticize somebody's skill set. You know, some people just don't have either like an artistic vision or um, the right programs to use mm-hmm. um, and whatnot. I'm I'll, I'll never shame anybody for that, you know? Um, but it's like, they just put out like quick um, here's some five second fat material. Uh, right. But you know, it, but, but it was just, I started cause originally and it kind of transitioned from my like my real life thing at the time uh but i shoot a lot of like independent movies that are outside of this giantess world and whatnot Mm -hmm. um and at the time i had uh i was still in college so um i had i had a roommate that was doing a like he went for graphic design and i was thinking about making uh, I was like, man, if I can have like one of those like a movie poster type of stuff that you can see on like if you go into like a dive bar, underground dive bar, do you see it on like band pamphlets and posters and whatnot posted on like right. a board or something? I was thinking about something like that I could like do and just like put it up on like socials, have them printed out or all that stuff. Um, but I just asked him and I was going to like pay him and everything like that uh, for something that I was working on. Uh, but he told me no, which is fine because he just kind of wanted just to do like logo design and stuff. <clears throat> um, so I'm like, all right, well, um, screw it. I'm just still going to do this, but I'm just going to do it myself. So <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. And cool. at that time, I believe it, like Photoshop was still like a thousand dollars and whatever. So I did like just some like a Google search just for like free Photoshop, blah, 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 you know, just something to like, get me something to like, okay, here's a jumping off starter point. So I found GIMP. Ah, GIMP. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's where I just made my bread and butter. And I, I downloaded GIMP and I didn't really like go right into anything right away, but it's like, I remember back from, uh, like I said, back from high school, you know, sophomore year, that one class I took that had to do everything like computer stuff. And 
because I was thinking like, man, I got to do some practice stuff and I'm, I'm going to like, you know, make this look good uh, for what I want to do and whatnot. So I remember one class we had, uh, or lesson I should say, uh, where we had to either make ourselves really small or like gigantic. And that's the only thing that I can remember from that damn class. And I remembered like the basics from that. And I just took mm-hmm. the basics from that and I watched a bunch of YouTube videos about how to do certain things. And like every day for like a month straight, I was just cranking something out. I tried something new. I um, I didn't put it on like online. I didn't have a, I didn't create a, like any social media at that point. I didn't even have a deviant art. I just put a, everything in like a little folder. I'm just like, this is, you know, here's like my practice stuff, blah, blah, blah. And nice, nice. Yeah. And so that's what I used. And let's see, I want to say maybe right around the first of the year. So this is like January 2014. That's when I started going like, okay, I think I'm at a point where I may not be like 100% perfect because I'm a perfectionist myself. Right. But I'm like, maybe I can start, you know, kind of contributing a little more because, I mean, you know, like I said, like every photo that I took, or was looking at as far as like collages and edits were going, were like stuff that myself, I'm like, no shame on anybody's game, but it's like, I wouldn't put it out myself because I'm all like, I, I can make this look as realistic as I possibly can. Right. And let's just like go from there. <clears throat> so yeah, that's a, uh, that's how I got my start on that. And then just the, I put out a, I talked to the moderators on Giant to City. I actually had my name changed to like little B. Um, and I, I really can't even remember what my old name was, to be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I had that change. They they did that. And then I, I started like posting a couple things. And the response I got from that was uh, just like praise all around. So I'm just like, all right, let's, uh, let's just dive a little further here, you know? And now it's just for something that started out as um, a means to another end of helping me create something that has nothing to do with giantess. It's now just become like a hobby. So it's like, man, I'll, I'll probably just end up stopping whenever I go like blind or I get arthritis. So man happy accidents though yeah (laughs) sometimes that's how it uh happens and yeah i can totally see in the quality of your edits and your work you do put a lot of love and care into it i uh i feel like my favorite edits or um collages you've done um and i'm pretty sure we can both agree on this um but i really like the ones you do with uh alice also known as uh freckled feet yes um she uh one shout out to her she was uh the season finale of um i I always have like a love for her she uh i mean not that i'm tooting my own horn but she's a big fan of my work and vice versa she's somebody man that's that girl can uh what a vision you know and she's always excited to step into that role Definitely. I mean, she uh, she says that not enough people do giantess content with her. And I said, yeah, she 
she steps into it almost too naturally. <laughs> and I, and I love that though. It's, it's incredible. Like, I'm like, how do you like tap into that? It's crazy. Um, but yeah, like I just love the love and care you put into some of those collages. They're incredible. They're very high quality. Um, you take your time and man, like it, it's very, it's a very aesthetically pleasing look. Um, the other one I loved that you did recently, or not so recently, um, but you did one with Dakota Fade where you were doing like a player card for uh, Apex. Oh, yeah. That one was pretty good. Yeah. And it it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So I love the style of your work. And like um, compared to now when you started and then, uh, how do you uh, how have you seen your work evolve? Oh, geez. <laughs> it's night and day. Um, oh, man, Jesus. Like, sometimes it's like I'll, I'll scroll back and, like, even my old, like, original edits that I put up on, like, my DeviantArt are still right. there. Um, the original ones that I put up on uh, on uh, my Instagram are, you know, are, are still there. Um, I think I first started posting on Insta and in, uh, – sometime in uh, 2016. Um, but everything's still there. And I've done like side-by-sides before to where it's like, here's the like the first collage I've ever made. Here's like where I am right now. And like I said, the difference is just night and day. And uh, to be honest, I, I really can't, I don't know the process I went through from e- evolving from back then until now. It's just... Um, I don't know, man, something that (laughs) there's days where it's like, I want to do multiple edits, but there's days where I'm like, all right, it's 8am. I got a coffee. Let's start on something. The next thing I know, it's like, (laughs) it's pushing 5pm and I'm still not like a hundred percent satisfied with it, you know? So, but, oh man, it's a lot of, and a lot of the times it's like with something like that, it's like, sometimes I'm, I'm searching for like, hey, I need like an angle for an object that I just can't seem to find. Or it's some minuscule thing like that that is sometimes the reason why something takes so dang long for me. <laughs> but um, I just put like a lot more like time and then effort into everything, you know, even as something that um, I mean, the <laughs> the craftsmanship and the quality like speaks for itself, I believe. But uh, I mean, I, I always kind of just went into this as like, as long as I can make something that A, looks good to people and is it, it just looks like it's, you know, like a still life, um, like photography kind of thing. Like, hey, this thing looks like legitly real um, in every way possible. Then this is like, I, I did my job. For sure, for sure. Um, is it? It's always getting those little aspects in terms of lighting, shadows, um, just making sure perspectives look realistic. And it's the, like, it's the little things like that that would make a huge difference. And I know mm-hmm. I've like I've, I've posted on my stories before, just trying to like give like little tips for anybody who wants to do like photo edits and whatnot. But it's like it's the little 
things you notice is like if you take a background and you're like, okay, here's my city. Uh, the sunlight's coming from like the left side of the pick. Flipping your model to where if there was light shining on her, um, or even if there wasn't, it'd be, you know, if you just like flip her to like, okay, light's going to be coming from like the left side of the pick like that. Every shadow that you do is now going to either be beneath her or off going off to the right side of the pick. The angles matter. You know, you don't take a, like a bird's eye view of um, a city or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then put a stock photo of a woman where the angle was taken either from below or like eye level. Right. Cause it, it's just kind of jarring to look at. And then you just uh, like set your lighting and whatnot. You know, I've seen countless pictures where it's like under that, Oh man, like table lamp orange is like the best way to describe it. Yeah, that's a good way. Put into like the middle of broad daylight or something. And it's just like, it's left there. And, you know, edges aren't trimmed or anything like that. And again, I'm not like shaming anybody's game, but it's just like, it's these little tips and pointers there where if like if you ever wanted to um per you know like produce something of like good quality and um get some nods some thumbs up and and to be taken as like man you know this is something that you could do even as like a hobby or something you want to get into that um somebody's you know like selling their artworks or something like that or getting commissions it's little tips like that that will like just stretch it to the stretch at the max and it's just it's it's again it's like it's those little details that make or break your pick that's true that is definitely true um i i try to tell people the same thing when it comes to uh video editing um you got to make sure you get sounds um syncing you know actions with those sounds or um effects it's all those little details. And I think it is very important to like really showcase that. Um, and I think that's what allows it to be as real as it can possibly get. Um, Cause you know, forbid if, you know, and I always make the joke, the government must have some idea of some training technology, otherwise they're not telling us anything, <laughs> but, um, but like there has to be some way that you can make this look realistic as possible and like little shadows, um, getting a perspective of where, you know, light sources are coming from, try to get close to that as possible and do those little things and you'll end up with a piece of artwork you'll love. And even if it, like you said, it, it may not be perfect at first, but once you, once you like continue to develop those skills and learn how it works, then you're going to be able to really overall just, have excellent work so i i really love that you take that approach and yeah. that, that that's the thing that needs to be done in order to create awesome work yeah so um i respect that process it's the way to go and that's how you become a better creator yeah so and um, i know i'm gonna put out like i don't know when exactly i'm gonna finish it but it's like going back to like how my work was you know when i first got started up until now i'm actually in the process of redoing a um 
like one pick that I made with uh, Caitlin Brooks. Ooh. Yeah. She was actually the uh, one that, you know, I went to her because she's got like that one link on her site that has like all like, here's like collage material. Right. So like in the grand scheme of things, it's like I love like every single model I've ever talked to in doing this, but like she was my starting point. So it's like Caitlin will always have like a little, you know, special place in the heart there. Um, but um, what was I saying? Yeah, she, uh, I, I'm redoing a pick with her. I'm using um, Math McKitten, but I'm just, I, I just wanted to see him like, man, if I could take this one picture and just make it like 10 times better now that what <laughs> nine years have, have gone by <laughs> right? <laughs> see where I'm at now, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm not, I'm not like all the way done, but, and it's probably one that I can't put on my Insta for obvious reasons, but uh, I, I think it'll be something that'll be like, Holy shit. Look at the, Oh, I don't know if I can say that on here, but you know, you're fine. Okay. Completely good. <laughs> okay. Do cool. You know, like, holy shit, you know, um, again, the difference night and day. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, I do have a fan question here. Nope. Um, since we're talking about your work. <laughs> so, um, one user wants to know about your work with, uh, Faye Decay. Faye Decay. Oh, yeah. I know what he's asking. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you take that one away. Oh man. Uh, like, like what? How's it going or what? How's it going? I mean, he didn't say anything specifically. I know. Um, and then his second question was also your thoughts on the Disney film Brave Little. Um, it says Taylor, but I'm pretty sure he meant Tolster. No, no, actually. No, Taylor? Yeah. Well, I need to be educated about that then. So, <laughs> all right. But those are two fan questions I had from one user. It's a, <laughs> the thing I'm doing with, <laughs> the thing I'm doing with Faye is first off, Faye is um, just a complete, uh, wonderful um, sweetheart. She doesn't. It, I wouldn't necessarily. She's say she's like, uh, man, like a like a foot model in terms of like everyone you see on Insta. But um, mm -hmm. she's a part of the the sexual community uh, community, and um, she's an absolutely um, joy and a just a down to earth wonderful person. Um, if anybody ever wanted to follow her, um, both her stuff is like, uh, socials is, you know, at Faye Decay, F-A-E-D-C-A-Y. Um, but on, on top of that, it was just, I had this idea, uh, and this just leads into this, um, that Brave Little Taylor is a short made by Disney in 19, mm -hmm. that came out in 1938. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the money that was put into that animation for a short was top dollar. Um, if you ever 
see it and just like the animation is just it, it's crisp for being like an eight minute short um that would probably also just kind of be i guess something that i grew up on uh recognizing it um and i think the like aside from like oh i'm just always kind of wishing that was like from a giantist perspective right um i'm looking it, it up right now so it, i can i can totally see why <laughs> it covers it i, I kind of like it because it covers like all the bases is the base wow the the bases that um giantist lovers uh i think would um like appreciate you know it's got everything you know feet handheld vor body exploration tie up kind of thing like just about like anything um on that laundry list of uh you know like giantess categories kind of thing and so my idea that i just came up with was like geez you know movie wise i don't think anybody outside of hollywood would be able to like replicate that just because of what the you know the nature is or how like difficult it would probably be um but i can do this in photos <laughs> so right <laughs> i like my big project idea that i'm still working on i'm 50 picks in uh is i'm recreating this entire short through you know photoshopped images um so and like thing of that that is like i want to do that just be like you know a i want to like show myself i could do it because that's like probably like the biggest undertaking i've uh probably ever done since i got started with this and two um i was actually gonna sell this on like gum road or something like that which is you know mm -hmm. like something you can i don't know if you're familiar with gum road or something but um just sell it on there and the profits would go to helping Faye out uh, because she's got like some stacking like medical bills and whatnot. So I'm like, if I can like knock out something that uh, would be like, here's something that is still very popular, I think within the giantess community. Cause um, at least, Oh man, I, I I can't put a number on how many people that either follow me or that I know of um, that is familiar with that whole Brave Little Taylor thing. Um, it's something that's popular. It's something that's never really been done before, but I'm also helping somebody out. And then I'm just, um, that's like my main like goal with that. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Really uh, admirable. And you're using your skills. I mean, I'm looking at this right now, and then I'm vaguely remembering that this was a thing. I I would have to probably go back and watch it, but my brain's like, this seems familiar, but I can't exactly put my finger on it. Yeah. Um. But like, that's awesome that you're doing that to you know help and really you know help someone out by using you know your talents, which is awesome. Yeah. She she's a extremely like good friend of mine and I've, I've like i've known her for uh six or seven years now um maybe even more like eight seven or eight years now and it's like you know that's 
<laughs> that's one girl I'll, I'll always have like wrapped around my finger kind of thing or vice versa here i mean that's um she's she's someone like near and dear so it's like anytime i can like help her out with anything she uh she would need i'm i'm jumping in that pool like head first love that love that but i would need like more than you know world. not to say like i wouldn't do that for anybody else you know i'm like i'm pretty i put myself in uh uh, other people's shoes a lot so i mean i'm i'm pretty empathetic so it's not like i'm just singling like one person out and everybody else i'm giving the fling finger to you know i'm just um that's just the kind of guy i am dang it <laughs> i mean Love if that. i if i have the means to you know i'll i'll, I'll do something like that you know for sure for sure that's awesome dude that's awesome i can admire that that's really cool um, thank you to, if I can get their username up, then again, I usually don't say it because I cannot pronounce some of the usernames that I get. Um, not going to try to pronounce that, but you know who you are. Um, thank you for that question. Let me see. Let's bring up the list that I got. Do, do, do. What are, for, what are some of your favorite, uh, models that you've seen? Over the past, let me see, four or five years? Four or five years. Four or five years, yeah. Oh, man. I don't want to say, like, a favorite, because I feel like everyone is pretty equal in their own way. Mm -hmm. um, I know that there's some people that I work with a lot more than I do others, but, um, I mean, that's not to say that I wouldn't take on anybody, but it's just, right. you know, I'm... <laughs> there's just people I'm, I'm, I'm friends with or whatever, you know, uh, and I have an idea for, but, um, oh man, past five years. <laughs> the decent range, man, there, yeah, there's like a laundry list. Like I said, um, okay. I, I can't, like they're really in like no specific order, man. But you know, like Math McKitten, mm -hmm. I extremely love, dude. When whenever you order whatever from her, be it like pics or video, the stuff that she asks you is stuff that blew my mind. Just to like get in your head because she wants to like make everything like feel like super special to you. Nice, <laughs> you know. Um, so like the stuff that she puts out in that regard is like barred on um absolutely uh such a treasure to work with um fade decay also uh she never falters and she's so damn creative even like with her her own stuff uh that she puts out on her like her patreon and and whatnot she's she's got an eye for artistry and it 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 really sells it's amazing um I like cosmic stuff. Cosmic, 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 cosmic. Cosmic, <laughs> cosmic, cosmic. Talk about a little bubbly personality. Extremely. With a wrapped in a like a big pink bow. <laughs> yeah, she the in, the energy and energeticness she has is wow. The vids that she makes are top notch. Um 
but any and also anytime I've like I've ordered picks from her, um, she gives this level of like angle and detail that uh, just makes it makes it feel like the edit is more of like a journey than a than a destination. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dakota, of course. Can't go wrong with Dakota. Jeez. I appreciate that girl's like enthusiasm for like she said something on her like her Q&A thing uh from like last week or whatever she's like man branch out into like other things that maybe aren't so prevalent in this like other f- fetish world or foot stuff in general and she name dropped giantess and I'm just like oh, girl huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, man but she doesn't give um bad picks either her oh man how could i say this uh, <laughs> like acting wise because i've had a couple like bids from her before dude it's if you give her like a basic concept photo or um video idea wise you just give her like one line of like here's my idea and let her freaking roll with it. Dude, it's holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar worthy acting, man. Let me just say. And the content she comes out with is just, you know, despite having like one hell of a personality, um, you know, like what a sweetheart. And she makes um all that content um in whatever she does, just really top notch. I can't remember, like recommend her enough. Uh, Alice Freckle Feet one is another one. Um, mm. Touching her before with like how, in the name of giantess, she's she's all in. You come to her with an idea, uh, and she dives headfirst in. Uh, she's so excited for it, and I think like any model that like takes, I want to say like has that recognition of a like what that canker fetish would be. And then is like has that level of enthusiasm that it's just like like they're excited about, be it like something new to them or not. That's just like, right. You, you know, you're getting something that you're gonna appreciate when it's done. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I can name drop. I haven't. I've barely done anything with her like yet. I've made like one pick, but um. It's just because she's a little busy. Mm-hmm. Um, Graceful Grace XO. Oh man, she's, I want to get in contact with her she, myself, dude. Seriously, do so. Um, I like her. Um, let's see what else. I don't know if you remember her or not, because. Um, well, I don't want to tell like her story because I mean it's none of my business what right, her right, personal right. life would be, but um I don't ever know if you remember uh, Sloan's pause. Oh my goodness. Right. Oh, oh. yeah. I uh shout out to I, her because I know she's gonna be listening to this, but Matt Damon. Um <laughs> miss her. Oh man, she comes around, she started coming around a little bit more uh nowadays, and I'm sorry that I had to like disappoint. 
any of my viewers that this is now recording and not a live thing, but I know she's going to be listening to this. So, um, she, again, with the personality with her, dude, you can like, it's, it's uncanny how almost brotherly sisterly we are, you know? Um, but she's so cool and, uh, she gives great picks. Um, I feel so like Caitlin's always been on top of her game. I haven't done anything with Caitlin in a while though. Um, oh my God, I'm going to feel so bad if I ended up forgetting people. There's a lot. I mean, when someone, I mean, it's, it's a very good range of uh, models because four to five years. And I feel like, especially we, with the growth of, you know, giantess Instagram, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's like um, anybody that I, I pretty much have worked with in the past um, four or five years, I'd say, um, is something wonderful. Like even like some of the um, some of the models that Nike has come out with. Oh yeah, I've done a lot of stuff for. Uh, I'd say out of that group. Maybe Sonny's my favorite. Oh yeah, Sonny Sonny is very energetic. Yeah. And her energy is pretty cool. Not to, you know, throw shade on anybody else he works with, but that's just like uh like that that's been my go to for. Uh who else? I know she doesn't have an Instagram anymore. because uh, she kept getting deleted. She has a an OF page still. Uh but I don't know if you remember uh, Miss Tiny Tootsies. Miss Tiny Tootsies. Uh, I'd have to look. She's another one, I'd say. Um, well, and I'm just like browsing through like my past little things here. Uh-huh. Uh, man. Uh, let's see, just name dropping a few... I've done I've done a couple things with uh Moody. Moody Moody's good. Definitely. Um maybe a lot of good ones, man. Yeah. Let's see. I haven't done too much with her, but she deserves a shout out just for who she is. But now she like she changed her name, but now it's like um see if I can find it real quick. Uh she's from New Zealand, but it's uh sacred.shay S H A Y. Nice, nice. She deserves some love. Um uh Silly Toes Capri is a good choice to go to. I've done stuff with uh, a couple porn stars. Uh, Miss Lauren Feet is another one. Um, L-O-R-I-N. You mean noting these down because you're naming someone. Like, man, I haven't heard of her. <laughs> Sorry. You're good. Oh, you're good. Man. Right. Uh 
and I know she she keeps. I don't know how she'd feel getting because I don't know like if she's busy with her life and I know it's like her tenth Instagram that she's had to have, but it's uh, I think it's under Mythical Maggie right now. She's Ashley Watson's sister. Mm-hmm. She's dude. The expressions that girl takes if she gives you pictures is, you know. Talk about man that talk about something that isn't even like maybe on the menu when uh I guess when people like get ideas and they want to make like either videos or um photos from, but man, when like when the right. models are a little bit more like they dive like just a little bit deeper into like a photo they're taking and they have like this level of expression to where the interaction between her and like whatever you're doing sells the freaking picture like a hundred times better. Jesus, that'd be like Maggie. Man, it's all about those details. I mean, it's and that's something that like the the you know the model herself does. Mm-hmm. That's that's stuff that doesn't come from me, you know. And that's um, what some, sometimes that's what it is, right? Oh God, I'm gonna have to get her uh, Instagram because I know she had to make another one. But um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Tiffany Toes. Tiffany Toes, yes, yes. She's she's another one that's. Let me tell you, just go to her for stuff. For sure, for sure. I'm always looking to collab with models and do some cool video edits. So, uh, (laughs) Tiffany's definitely up there. Yeah, man. Well, that was a good run of uh, <laughs> models. Was, I'm pretty like, sure. You know, and it's like it's not a a shade. If I left anybody out, the laundry list is so dang long. I can't like think to like name off like the hundreds of names I probably have and I've worked with in the past. Right. Um. And like, hopefully, like the future. You know, I mean, everybody knows their worth. Everybody, I. I have like all the respect for them whatsoever, you know. Um, and it's it's just like it's the nature of like time crunch and and all that jazz. To um, it's like they know who they are, and everybody you can like find. I always post up on my like all my socials who's in the pick and who I'm doing something with. That that's definitely fair. Um. Man, yeah, that that was that was a really good question. I enjoyed it. I'm just sitting here like like I know her, I know her, who I've heard of her. And I'm just like, man, and you know, I'm over here getting all fired up to create now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh always a good thing though. Always a good thing. Um yeah. but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And uh I guess one last question would be um and this is probably a good one. So this is about the future. Um, someone wants to know, where do you see yourself and your work going um, from here on out? What do you see yourself doing um, going forward with uh, this? Huh. Oh, man. Uh, I know I've slowed down like in the past <laughs> shit two years um 
and that's just based on like my my real life job is sometimes takes over a little bit to where it's like when i'm when i'm off it's like oh man i i stare at a computer screen all damn day and right TV screens all day because i work in a news studio so um you know by the time i get home i'm just like god i'm just so drained or you know i don't have those blue lenses yet so it's like my eyes are straining and whatever so i'm like i've slowed down like a little bit but um i know i'll always still just be on like the the backbone of um making photos and whatnot because uh i always just wanted to like that i know that like that's my bread and butter and i know that there's other people out there that are they've they still do the same thing but they mm-hmm. transitioned into now i make videos and and whatnot too you know nike is a great example of that oh yeah yeah uh, um and that guy's like taking off on his own business and whatnot and he started out right around the time that i did um but i mean that's <laughs> that's crazy that's, that that's his life path and and how he's going with that one um i would love to maybe get into the whole thing of making videos and and whatnot but uh currently i just don't have the the time or the means to do that and plus whenever it comes to like uh like special effects stuff and like green screen editing i have like i know nothing about so it's like i'd have to like completely teach myself something like that um It's like I I can edit something like like your basic linear edit. I I can create a story. I can create a movie and whatnot. But it's like all the little gizmos I just have no clue for. So I've just kind of, you know, I'm like, man. And and I know if I'm like, okay, I'm going to like teach myself this. I'm not like going to be on like Insta for probably months at a time. uh, Just so I'm like not distracted with like, okay, you know. I got to make a pick and then put that out just to keep myself relevant. Right. Um, I feel that. But I mean, I I'll I'll probably just go as far as I can take this. Uh I'm it I, it always kind of fascinates me how people know me or know of my work but I'm one of the the editors or content people out there that has a very kind of like a low following compared to anybody else that does the same thing like me. Right. I know right, that right. a lot of that is probably my fault. Cause it's like, man, when it comes to social medias, I don't like, I don't really like taking like a day in the spam of, I don't know, an hour or so. And just like, here's 20 stories you know, just kind of like advertising myself out there again. I just don't like doing that. And I know that's like a problem that I kind of have to get over, but that's something that like Nike told me. He's like, dude, when I first started doing like Twitter banners and, and whatnot for like Fendom models and all that stuff, I didn't get mm-hmm. noticed right away. But he's like, eventually everything kind of just caught up and then I started getting approached for stuff. And he's like, you just kind of like put yourself out there. And I understand that. <laughs> um was the same but yeah i it it just amazes me that i'm like i'm so under the radar but people know me and know of my work and it 
that is that just like baffles me i'm like how does that like work you know it, other it, than i guess like i get like a shout out or i don't know i like a hashtag gets searched and people discover oh this picture looks freaking gorgeous who is this <laughs> but it's like i i never try to i always try to like give my own brand for everything so i know like something like that's not going to change i pull a lot of my work from like um stuff that i'm like honestly this is something that the finished product that you're looking at is like you could probably sit there and say that okay this is something different honestly i've never really seen this before i pull a right. lot of i pull a lot of inspiration from like old school like fairy tales folklores uh and all that jazz just because when i first uh when i first started up you know and seeing giant to city collages is like every collage was pretty much like uh like inspired by you know like attack of the 50 foot woman's type of stuff you know and i know that giant stuff in general we kind of have like almost like a limited amount of like material to work with as far as like um you know like what 1953 is when that first like 50 foot woman thing came out and that's like what 70 years ago now yeah about 70 yeah so, about like, 70, 70 years 70 years of material to like pull from as far as inspiration it's like it, we know it's it, it's been done before but you can give it a new flavor um and back when i first started no one was really doing anything like pulling stuff from uh inspirations from other material it was always kind right. of like the I'm like, okay, there's like a dude that they put, you know, in a, in like on a bedroom floor or something like that. You know, they, they made it like, not necessarily, they don't call it like giantess material. They call it like SM, like small man yep. stuff. Um, but all the giantess stuff was, yeah, it was like girl attacking the city. Um, so I'm like, okay, if I'm doing this, what am I bringing different? Okay. I'm going to do like, my rendition of like a like a Jack and the Beanstalk thing, a Gulliver's Tales thing, something that just breathed new life into this kind of thing. And I also apply that to like the the photos that I make because like I know the go to pose as far as when it, whenever somebody says giantess is like the girl puts the camera on the floor, we're at a low angle, and she raises her foot. Yep, I mean, and yeah, no, and not that. <laughs> There's no problem with that, you know. That's like but, a go-to easy thing to do. I understand it. It's a forced perspective, it's a POV. I look at it as something like, okay, knowing how I work and what the like the level of like what my edits are now. Right. I don't want to be that guy that's just like, okay, I'm going to cut you out and I'm going to paste you up against like you know, a bright blue sky and then I call it a day because that's right. the end of the, you know there's something more you can do and you know just like for an example of that uh I, I can't remember when exactly i put it out but there's a there's a photo on my insta that i used dakota and honestly i think it was like the first uh photo i did with dakota but she's up against like a building from a low perspective and she's got her foot raised but i'm like okay what else can i do with this oh if this was a real concept, what the hell would people do in the streets? They pull out their freaking phone and take a picture. Yep. 
So I ended up, <laughs> I found stock of somebody holding out like their phone as if they're taking a picture and I erased the screen and I used the, the edit that I already had completed and I just shortened that and squished it to where it would like fit the screen. And I paired that together and that picture alone, even though it's something that like from that perspective, nine times out of the 10, I don't necessarily care to work with just because it's like, it's, it's so easy for me to do. And I like a challenge that just completely like took something like that to like the next level. And it's again, those little details of like, what, what's something different that I can do with this that completely like blows anything else that is like the same idea out of the water. You just try to put your own little spin on it. So I feel that. Yeah. Very cool. And it's just like, that's, that's probably where I see my, I know, I know I'll probably never, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll make picks until I'm either blind or my hands just don't work anymore. Um, I know I've, I've, I've slowed down a little bit more than I'd, I'd like to, but that's just, uh, like real world scenarios. Um, I have desires to make, I I'd say to maybe get into like the, the video field with it, but that's not like a, I wouldn't say like, maybe that's like my end game. Um, but I, I just know that I'm just going to like, I don't know, just keep on keeping on doing what I'm doing. Um, I know like the biggest thing I want to do is like, I'd like to actually like recreate more projects with people. Cause I know that <laughs> if, the, if there's like, man, if, if that like brave little Taylor thing kind of just exceeds my expectations, uh, right. I know that there's probably something else I can recreate with, um, anybody I approach. Um, but uh but but yeah and that's that's uh probably like the biggest uh the biggest thing i can like go out on i suppose i don't know unless there was other questions i'm sure there was for sure let me see we can get one more it's like fire away i know we kind of started late yeah for sure um let's see oh one user wants to know where do you get some of your assets for your edits? So, like, how do you <laughs> go into, like, getting, like, I guess, stock? And, like, do you do you get the city cars? Do you create the smoke? Do you find the smoke? Or do you source them from photos? And how, how do you go about getting your assets? Some I... And this is like stuff that I've saved up for, you know, I got like what nine years of material saved up. So a lot of that um, I have stashed away in its own little Dropbox folder, but it's like, yeah, I got, I got smoke brushes. I got hair brushes. Um, some of the smoke uh, effects as far as like, just like that kind of transparent ones um, I found from just like smoke stock from, uh, it's either DeviantArt. Now I've kind of transitioned into Adobe Stock. Has a lot more um, picks to play with. That it's I don't know. It's I guess it's easier to find. 
Right. I go on there occasionally because I still have to pay like 20 bucks for a subscription there. And I just, that coupled with like everything else that I'm subscribed to, be it program wise or, you know, stuff real life wise, I just like, uh, I don't, I don't want to like eat away at my wallet too much. Um, but Adobe stock is exceptional. Um, a lot of like the, I guess the, just for like single stock that's like quick, easy to find kind of stuff that you can find like a bunch of poser material, I guess. Uh, Pixel Squid is a is another one. You got to have a subscription, yeah, subscription there, but uh, I believe it's like worth it. It's like just 3D models that you can like move around to match any angle or and whatnot that you're uh, you're looking for. That's like kind of like the only reason I really like it. Uh, and as far as like background images, unless I'm building something up from like on my own and whatever, um, if I wanted to just find like a quick background image, it's like picks a bay. Okay. Um, I'd say those are like maybe like the top four. I've kind of drifted away from DeviantArt a little bit just because. Um, so it's hard to find material sometimes and then two um, I can't use material that's you know copyrighted pretty much yeah always so, always important to yeah. not get into that territory but those always were, important yeah those would be like the at least I'd say four uh, sites Nice, nice. And then uh, I think this is a good one to end it on. Let me see here. Um, da, da, da. All right. And so this question is a bit a bit interesting, and I feel like I want to hear um, your answer on this because this is like this is like a very interesting question and i feel like this is going to be a nice one to go back and forth on so how do you feel about scenarios about when giantesses all of a sudden like oh i'm evil all of a sudden and they are this most sweet innocent loving person and all of a sudden their character and their morals just change on a dime and when i saw this i chuckled to myself because i'm like I feel this. I hate that that's a story, but like, why? Why do you all of a sudden feel evil and just hate everything and want to kill your love? It's a little weird. Oh so God. I need to hear your take on this. This is an excellent question. I, I know who asked this too. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I didn't ever really get it, to be honest. I, um, I like the perspective that there's both uh that that dominating force and then also that that sweet gentle nature i mean you can as an editor be it photo or video you can play with both scenarios uh i never really got in the uh the bandwagon of again this was from exploring you know giant city stuff back in the day of like every just about every you know, about 98% of the the picks that were put up had to do with, like, 
you know, like extreme violence, like, um, like destructive type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I n- personally never really understood that. Um, just cause it's, if my thing was like, man, if this was like a real issue, um, and like a real thing, why have a desire to just like, Oh, kill me, please. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I never really understood it from that, from that perspective, but that's, you know, everybody's prerogative. Um, but yeah, from like the giantess aspect of, I don't know if, <laughs> if you had a story of, uh, you know, some girl just like opens a fridge and there's this bottle of what looks like Kool-Aid and she's like, Oh, I'm thirsty. And then she drinks it and then she like bursts out of her house. And all of a sudden it's all like, yeah, I'm going to go push over office buildings downtown. I don't understand that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I think it was mainly, I, honestly, if, if I had to guess and I'm by all means, not a psychology major or anything like that, but it's like, if I had to guess, it was just something like, this is what people are used to because this is the material that people grew up on because just about every movie that you'd see when it catered to be it even like giantess stuff or even something gigantic in nature, it's always, let's completely wreck a city kind of thing, you know? Right. You, you see it in any type of media, even modern day stuff when it comes to um, like giant material and whatnot. And I just think that's what like the main thing that like people are like, are used to it's familiar stuff. It's easy to do. I personally don't do that much of it as far as like city destruction stuff. I've done a couple and I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll do it whenever I just like feel like it, but that's not really like my niche, right? Um, with it, but um, and I won't use New York as a background uh, for that, <laughs> which is like the only city I won't do, just because it's like, you know, I'm old enough to remember when the towers fell, so using New York as a backdrop just doesn't really sit right with me. Mm-hmm. If I was gonna make like destructive, like giantist material. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just, I don't, uh, necessarily understand the concept, but I mean, I don't really dive too deep into, uh, like it, it doesn't bother me so much that it's like, ah, you know, that, that should always be like a no thing, you know? Um, but I mean, yeah, anytime I'm 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 doing a story, I know that I wouldn't be like that that's not my plot point. Right. That's something that people can explore, you know. What's the like if if you're going for that destructive route, is there there's got to be like a triggering moment to make that girl as violent as, you know, you you want her to be. It's not like an instantaneous, oh, I'm powerful now. Mhm. Um, mhm that is something that will also, I mean, I, I guess you could do it more. So if you're having like a, like a full length kind of like, um, short film with it. Right. Know, it'd so be an you're just kind of making like a quick thing. Okay. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's my take on it. The gentle stuff I feel is just, 
um, that can come like honestly a little bit more natural. Oh yeah, for um, sure. Just just based on the thing. I know somebody like I once read something. I was like, oh, people are trying to piece together. It's like in like mainstream magazines that I've seen before through like other countries or something. It's like, oh, why is this fetish a thing? And like I know that like, there's like psychologists out there that tried to piece together. It's like, oh, maybe this person you know was like held too much by their mom or coddled and whatnot, and so that nurturing thing right uh, comes from that gentle nature that they like and i'm like uh, that wasn't the thing with me i mean i just don't have like a death wish when it comes to (laughs) you know but hey you know it's just i don't know it's that human connection stuff that's what it all that's what it's all about at the end of the day yeah so i completely feel that i completely feel that I know, I don't know if you asked this, but I want to like, maybe we can end on this one. But uh, Oh, yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Because Sloan told me she, she asked a question and she wouldn't tell me what it was, but she was like, I'd be surprised, whatever, like, you answer with that one. For sure, for sure. Um, something that she sent today. Today? All right, let me see. Question box, question box, question box. Because Instagram's like it's being weird. Sometimes I can't see it. You said today, correct? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let me see. Okay, I got it. <laughs> so um, I'll have to ask another question for this to go, but she wants you to answer a question in a Canadian accent. <laughs> oh, don't you know? Oh, my <laughs> God. Fuck yeah, bud. Let's go. Uh, all right. So I'm pretty sure I can get one more question out of that because this, this is going to be great. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you had me find her question so we can ask another question. With I didn't this. know okay. that she was gonna go that route, but oh my god. That is great. All right, one moment. I, I can pull out one more question then. That is oh. great. Okay. <laughs> Some bitch. <laughs> so okay. So what is the biggest change you've seen in this community? Um, over the past, let's say, five uh, to six years. So I guess the the start of um, giantist social media starting to take over. So like Instagram and Twitter being used as a platform for this fetish. How, what what how has that evolution been um been seen? And Pogzilla asked this question. So um, really cool. So. You got one model asking you to answer a question in a Canadian accent, and you got to talk about the evolution of this fetish in the past few years, and uh, good luck with that. I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, man, I, I don't know if I could, like, do the whole thing that way because I'm not Canadian, but uh, I joke around with Sloan all the time. Man, mm-hmm. Okay. Five to eleven years. I wish it was more like seven, maybe eleven. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> oh man christ oh man oh it's just like little this and that and stuff like that uh but you know don't you know it's uh <laughs> i would say <laughs> oh my god if i can get through this uh <laughs> the biggest change would be it's like more mainstream Mm -hmm. um <laughs> um yeah it's like more mainstream eh um it's <laughs> when i i i i feel like i kind of came into instagram a little late eh mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and so i i i don't really understand like um like how things were before on there right but I would say it's a lot more prevalent. You see this a lot more mainstream now, too. I yeah. see a lot more commercials, be it from, I mean, great in in this country, maybe not so much. I mean, there's a little here and there, you know, like Katy Perry stuff that you'd see. Um, but I know like around the world, especially in Japan, it's probably a lot more prevalent than what i had when i was like growing up and whatnot um you see it a lot more in uh music videos that isn't just like lit miserable or whatever that song that one song was from like right said fred yeah with pamela and uh, yeah. Anderson, yeah yeah uh I don't know the model that Wright said Fred like used. Pam Anderson was in the the lit one. Mm -hmm. Um but uh but yeah, you you see it now in more like uh was it was it Doja Cat that, yeah, Doja Cat that did it? Yes, I think she yeah. did it recently in one of her music videos yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So it's like I I feel like the change comes from it's not maybe like how a lot of people are pushing like how oh you know foot fetishism is right so commonplace that it's just not something to be ashamed about and just like hey this exists let it be out in the open i think giantess uh it it it's maybe not on that level but it's a little mm -hmm. bit more uh it's understanding i think um i don't really ever think that we're going to get something like mainstream movie wise from like Hollywood or something just because uh, like the marketing wise and like people with this fetish, you know, uh, I think in order to have something like that, mm -hmm. that Canadian-ness, <laughs> uh -huh. something like that, uh, you would have to um, separate like the sexual thing of, right you know from like you know just let this be please you know because that's something that i could also like touch on um there was a i don't know if you were around giant city when this happened i can't remember mm -hmm. what year this was i want to say this was like 06 07 08 somewhere around there um but if you remember that buddy lee's ad that happened oh and it was like a pair of jeans or something. And it was like yeah. the comer commercial started out with like this. She was fucking gorgeous. This model just like walking down the city. And she like, 
you know, she tear like she's stepping on cars. She's like, she rips apart this, like this phone line or something. And then she's like tapping on this window of this dude. That's just like wearing a pair of jeans. And she like writes her number on a billboard. And then like, that's the end of the commercial. Oh yeah. That, that is legendary. That's, that was, that's one of the ones that got me into this. I remember what, oh yeah. man, it's nice it was, to hear someone else know about that. That's awesome. Right. Um, there was such a controversy behind that because I guess that the company that made that they wanted like additional, I don't know how many, but additional ads with that same concept. I I believe that same model, Mm -hmm. but people that got wind of, Oh shit. Giantess in mainstream media, you know, they post the video on um, that forum and then you mm-hmm. had like all like the crazy lurker people privately message this girl because they found out who the hell she was. Oh, privately messaging her all like the sexual freaking questions that of was course. completely inappropriate, and that scared the shit out of her. So the company just like, oh, okay, we're not doing this, and she just kind of like disappeared. And then that I I get I I guess that company still makes jeans and whatnot, but they've never reverted back to. You know, they just went with like another idea and whatnot. But it's like if I, I, I think if people want like mainstream, like Hollywood style, um, more giantist stuff that isn't like, you know, giant like, um, you know, like Godzilla's and King Kong's and, you know, monsters in general and or robots. Right. You, you'll need to dude separate your sexual fantasies with you know like take that completely away from your reality and just like put that back to when you know when you're when you're home and you're scouring the internet and you're you know you're trying to get your kink on and your freak on and whatnot save it for that when it's for sure something like you know don't put that out into like public and uh just like ruin it for everybody and it's just like it's that kind of attitude with like I think like I I I see how people um, with their certain mindsets and their inappropriateness I think and any model that uh, at least that we know of that participates in this be it foot fetish stuff or you know giantist stuff it's like at the end of the day they're people too correct uh, they have their own lives and and whatnot you don't need to like constantly howl them I can't tell you how many people. Um, ladies that it's like I've known for like a month and within a month they're like you know what I started this as something fun for me um, but the comments that I'm getting and the messages that I'm getting it's something that I wasn't expecting and it's just like uncalled for I don't want to like put up with it so i'm leaving and if it's not insta banning them for whatever reason it's they leave on their own because of followers yeah and it's just like and i i completely understand i don't blame the girl whatsoever um i'm mad at the people that do that type of shit because in my mind it's like you're also screwing with someone like me that like i can use you know it I'm sorry this makes me sound selfish, but it's all like, you know, here's my material from somebody brand new that liked uh, the type of stuff that I was put out that was like all for, you know, we're having like a symbiotic business relationship here. Right. Uh, 
And now that goes away because of uh, some user decided to do, you know, or and, and put out and say. And it's just like, that's so uncalled for. It is. You know, I mean, the girls don't deserve it. Um, and it, I wish something like that would, it's like re- recognize, you know, step up and um, there's never a reason just to be an asshole to somebody just for the sake of being one. Definitely not. Um, and, and that's the one thing I can't stand. Uh, I'll put my my uh, thoughts on that because I really hate that um, if it's not, if it, like you said, if it's not IG, sometimes it's, you know, the followers, fans themselves just really being all rude and very demanding. And it's like, dude, like that you're taking the enjoyment out of this. And then they're like, what do they leave? And I'm like, well, what, what do you, what do you expect? What do you expect? Yeah. Not only that, you're just like, you're making that like the girls, like, you know, like go through like a, like a mental health crisis just because you like, you completely shit on their day. Exactly. And just for and- whatever, I, either hounding them be like you know you order something and it's all like hey within five minutes or um it just just rude comments i don't know like any of the like the personal messages that i get other than like sometimes when i'm like scrolling twitter and it's just like this was in my dms oh yeah you know worst. and it's just like complete like just just assholery man it's just it, it's nuts and it's just yeah, there, there's no reason to be treating people like that, especially nope. I mean, ladies that are, you know, th- their business is catering to like a fantasy that uh, <laughs> either you want to like keep to yourself or, you know, huh. but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm all for, I like that. That's my thoughts on, I know I kind of went. Like I stopped being like Canadian halfway through that just because I'm like, oh my god, you know, <laughs> happened with that, with that commercial and that girl. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that would be a nice little just reminder for anyone who remembers. It, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and like eat some poutine and guzzle my gallon of syrup. Oh my a goodness, that is syrup. great. That is great. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah. Oh man! All right, dude. Well, thank you so much for uh, hopping on to the season two premiere of Sizing Up. Um, if you ever want to come back, um, I know we are going to have some sort of like open forum discussion with editors and models, and I would love for you to be a part of that. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I'll let you know when that's going to happen. I'll um, try to have a like a better phone at that point, so that way this live thing can actually work. Oh yeah. Um like I said, Spotify Live is very experimental. So uh to you guys listening to this uh on Spotify when it drops, you know, um I'm gonna do my best to try to work out those kinks, but um but yeah, it it happens, man. Don't worry, it happens. Um but for one last time before uh I do my sign off, where can the people who are listening to this podcast find you? Everybody on like all my socials, I have the same handle of like little b eight seven zero five. You can also search on like my Deviant Art page at the same name. Awesome, awesome, and well, thank you for being on, man. And um, yeah, can't wait to have you on again in the future. 
And uh, for everyone else, that was uh, the season premiere of Sizing Up. It's good to be back. It's good to be back recording. Thank you for your questions and for participating. And uh, next episode will most likely feature a giantess. Won't reveal who you guys will find out on social. Um, but with that being said, if you guys need to reach me, you can find me on my socials at jackdespec underscore. That will be on IG, jackdespec1. That will be on Twitter. And if you guys need to reach me via email, that will be jackdespec15 at gmail.com. Um, for that being said, I'm your boy, Jack the Spec. That was your boy, Little B. And we'll see you guys on interwebs. And I will see you guys on the next episode of Sizing Up. Thanks. Bye.